0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to DGR Dialogue. I'm Elise Shoning, the assistant editor of Demand Gen Report, and today I'm joined by Sarah Larson, CMO of Brightcove, which is an online video platform. Thanks for joining us, Sarah.
1: Oh, thanks, Elise, so much for having me. Looking forward to our conversation.
0: Yeah, me too. And today we'll be talking about video marketing in B2B and what we can expect to see for the future of the industry as well as at Brightcove. So let's dive in. So Sarah, you took over as the new CMO of Brightcove in September. What are some of the short-term and long-term goals you've been working towards since then?
1: Great question. And you're right. I joined uh, Brightcove in September of last year. I was thrilled to join the company and jump into this market of video. As As a marketer, I understood how video can be a really powerful medium. But I tell you, after being here for a few months, I can tell you there is incredible market potential around what, so many different people are doing with video. So really one of my short-term goals that I've been working for is to figure out how our marketing program can help customers and help the market understand how to tap into the power of video. Um, One thing that we have done recently is roll out what we're calling a video marketing masterclass. And this is more of an education-based program to help people really understand how can they use video within their organizations to achieve things like demand-gen objectives or e-commerce objectives. And um, I'm, I'm thrilled that there's been a lot of uptick on this. It's actually been one of the biggest pieces of content um, and most read pieces of content in Brightcove history. So. Uh, we're really seeing that there's a great level of interest and engagement um, with, from really the market around video. So that's really what I've been, been working on is um, figuring out how to connect into those key market segments where we see a lot of growth in video and helping to tell the Brightcove
0: story. Yeah, that's really interesting. Thank you. And you've worked at some pretty notable companies, including IBM, SAP, and Accenture. What have you learned from those roles and how are you carrying this experience over into Brightcove's go-to-market strategy?
1: Well, that's a really interesting question because uh, you're you're right. Those are those are a lot of bigger companies in Brightcove in terms of um, some of their market reach and size. But I'll tell you one of the things that I recognize is that all companies of any size, if you're you're a million dollars to a hundred billion, are going through some of the same challenges. How those companies are dealing with them might be a little bit different in the scale, but the challenges like very quickly changing customer needs. Uh, how customers and how their consumers are consuming information, how they want to do it. Everyone today has a smartphone. Everyone today thinks and expects data to connect. Everyone today expects things to be easy to use. And the technology around meeting those that really you know, key customer requirement is changing very quickly. So I think that we see that at at Brightco. We see that in terms of the types of users that use our platform, and we're changing very quickly to ensure that we are building purpose-driven apps so that anyone, whether you're in sales and marketing, or maybe you're in the media space, or maybe you're in regional broadcasting, you can use video within your business very quickly.
0: Definitely, yeah, the tech is changing pretty quickly, and nowadays you have to stay up to date on that in order to survive and stay afloat. On that note, Brightcove has its conference play coming up in mid May. Can you tell me about this year's theme and what you're hoping attendees will take away from the event?
1: Yes, yeah, so I'm really excited to be here for Brightcove Play. I think it's about our eighth um, year of doing Brightcove Play, and this is an event that's unique in the industry. There really isn't another video enthusiast event like this, where you just get together to talk about the power of video. And we have a great lineup this year. When we sat down to sort of think about what do we want to talk about? What are people really caring about related to video? There's a lot of topics, and there was a thread, I like to call it the red thread, across those topics. And it really came down to breaking through to audiences and breaking through to audiences everywhere and that could mean you are in corporate IT or communications and you're trying to break through an employee message in your internal communications. It could be you're a big media company and you're trying to break through to this new consumer trend around OTT and getting your content directly onto someone's smartphone. Um, it could be like me as a marketer where I'm trying to break through to an audience uh, in a very um, you know, unique way and an emotional way with video in a marketing campaign. So we, we've taken that theme, and we're bringing that to life uh, through, uh, through, really through some great industry stories. We know that an event like this is where customers wanna interact with each other. I'm sure they would love to hear a little bit from Brightco, but they really wanna hear what are other practitioners, what are other leaders in the industry doing? And so I'm thrilled that we've got over 40 customer speakers coming to our event this year. Um, two out of every three sessions, will have a customer speaker, as part of it. And we've got a great ecosystem that's participating with us. We have over 20 um, sponsors um, that are part of uh, our group uh, this year, including Akamai and Zamoka, who are our platinum sponsors. And we know that this ecosystem is a really important part of bringing video to life because there are tons of customer needs that need to be addressed. And so we love to partner with our our, um, ecosystem and, and bring them to play with us. So those are some of the things that are happening. I can talk a little bit, too, about some of the other themes, if that would make sense. Sure. <clears throat> well, so there are three themes that we're going to talk about um, on our, our main stage. And the first one is around the human connectedness of video. We have some great stories of how our customers are using video to connect to their audiences in unique ways, um, whether it be a banking financial customer that's trying to talk about how they are impacting the community around them. Um, it might be a, um, a media company talking about how they're telling, you know, very difficult stories in in a very human connected way. So we're really talking about addressing this idea of a human connection of video. Um, and then a lot of people ask us all the time because we're we're in the video space and we're fairly well known. You know, what's next? What's next in the world of video? And so we'll have a whole session on what's next, both a couple of customers that are doing some very innovative things, um, in particular around the OTT space. And we'll have our chief product officer talking about what's next for Byco. So we'll be making some uh, very uh, exciting um, directional statements around our product uh, that I think our, our customers in the industry at large will be very interested in. And then the last theme, is really speaking to the individual, the person that's sitting in the audience, either online or, or in, in Boston with us, who are video practitioners. And we know, I know as a marketer, that sometimes it's hard to get a new medium uh, through and get it supported and funded. And how do you get new ideas through in an organization? And so we're going to talk about how to become a maverick within your organization. We have some great customers that'll talk about how they took an idea, brought it to life, and we have some inspirational content um, coming in around that idea as well. It's how do you become really a maverick in your organization and take advantage of this new trend around video to break through to an audience in, in a new way. So I'm very excited that we've had such great traction from our customers. And um, I'm really just you know, very, very, uh, very much looking forward to being able to bring these stories uh, to the this, to this stage and to our customers in a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, that sounds great. I know one of my colleagues will be attending and is looking forward to it. So, best of luck there. Um, and we're seeing a lot of B2C strategies impact B2B marketing in pretty drastic ways. How would you say that video marketing in B2B is changing as a result?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's interesting because I've been in B2B most of my career and there's always that question of what's B2B versus B2C? And it, I keep always sort of coming back to this idea, there is really no difference. At the end of the day, people buy products. If it's an enterprise software solution, if it's a shirt, if it's a house, if it's a piece of land, people are making a purchase and every purchase has a rational and an emotional component to it. And the way we connect to that rational and that emotional component, you may have some slight tweaks or some differences. You know whether you're talking about selling, you know, baby clothes versus selling, you know, a new new set of servers uh, in a B2B scenario. But at the end of the day, the piece that cuts across both really is that emotional piece, and I think video, video really takes advantage of that. Video is really the only content medium you can see, you can hear, you can touch, and our ability to use video in B2B to move beyond some of the rational components of what we're trying to talk about get past the speeds and feeds get past some of the technical details and really tell the story of what can a enterprise solution or what can a b2b solution really do and what impact can it have video is really the best place to do that because you really can bring all of the senses together to tell that story in a much more emotional way and connect it. So I, that's one of the reasons I love video and I love uh, some of the stories that we have about our B2B customers who are using video today.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point about people buying from people at the end of the day. I know that some people say instead of B2B it should be P2P, so I right. agree with you there.
1: Exactly. Um, and I always challenge you know my teams to think about we're, we're selling in, in many cases in a B2B scenario but why is our buyer buying? What are they trying to accomplish with their customer? What are they trying to, um, you, know, uh, you know, what's the outcome they're looking for? And sometimes focusing on your customer's customer, you realize at the end of the day, it's, you're, you're trying to focus on a person, you're trying to focus on those rational, emotional needs to get someone to take a decision, make it easier, um, you know, get to some
0: sort of an outcome. And there's a ton of commonality. Um, across B2B and B2C. Definitely, so can you share any examples of clients who are creating standout video content and what they're really doing differently when it comes to video marketing? Um, I I have a
1: couple top of mind. And of course, at Play, we're going to have tons of of customers talking about this. And so I would love to follow up with you about that as well. You know, one that uh, many people in in North America and the US are aware of are Lowe's, um, the the home uh, goods store where you can go and get all kinds of things for your home and, and life. And they're They have a great story about engaging um, viewers through their video content. Um, They launched a streaming app called Lowe's TV a couple years ago, and they've seen an incredible um, uptick in in content. They have a whole season of of content called The Weekender, and in that, they have all kinds of ways that people can change their their lives, change their homes, and within that, how they can engage with Lowe's products. So it's a great way you sort of start to see a brand telling a story and using video to become a storyteller and in the process helping consumers understand a little bit more about the products and services that they have to offer. So I like that one because it sort of falls into this trend of you know brands as, as storytellers. Um, so that that's one that I like. a bit another one it's actually a recent customer and i'm quite quite proud um, that we have this customer with us they are caring bridge are you familiar with caring bridge
0: no i'm not
1: so caring bridge is one of the world's largest online um communities to help people that are um, dealing with illness or injury, and so it's really and it really allows people to create um, a free personal website to in a confidential way, a closed community way, share updates with their friends and family about what might be happening through someone's journey uh, with with an illness. Uh, it's a fairly widely adopted technology globally. There are about six uh, every six minutes there is a new user website created on CaringBridge and um, what you see people doing is posting video up there, posting stories today. They're mostly blog posts today about what's happening um, with their family member through an illness. And one of the things CaringBridge wanted to do is bring even a more personal connection because many of these stories are very difficult. People dealing with very difficult um, situations, family members and friends might be very dispersed and they wanted to bring a stronger human connection um, across the platform. And so they're incorporating video and this would be, an ability for um, users of their platform to post in a very um, controlled and confidential way updates on what's happening um, from a um, from their family members' perspective. So it's a really interesting way from how you know we, we see video used many different ways. This is a unique way that we're seeing video being used now in this type of a uh, this type of an organization.
0: Yeah, that's great. Thank you for sharing. And we talked a bit about before how MarTech is changing so quickly nowadays. Mm-hmm. How do you expect video marketing strategies and technology to evolve in 2019 and even beyond?
1: Uh, that's a great question because there are a lot of moving parts in, in the world of, of marketing and, and video. I think one of the trends we're seeing is a lot more focus on live and live video. And you know, where you're seeing that are around events, you're seeing that around brands making announcements. I think the ability from a scalability perspective, a price point perspective, production perspective to bring live direct to people is so much more accessible now we certainly make it very accessible through our Bright Cove Live um, product. Uh, in fact, this week we are launching an expansion of our Bright Cove Live uh, product to include in our Live to Social Live to Facebook so that now you're able to stream your live event through the Bright Cove platform and through multiple social media outlets like Facebook. And so as as brands are able to start to invest in and produce live content and they're able to stream it to multiple outlets sort of at once it it really allows you know brands and companies and organizations to reach people um, in a much more scalable way so that's that's definitely one trend that i see another one that i see and this was very very prevalent at the recent um, nab national association of broadcasters show in las vegas a couple weeks ago and that's the focus on ott and how the consumer trend to move from linear to nonlinear viewing patterns so instead of tuning in at you know eight o'clock every week to watch friends on a thursday night i want to watch it whenever and wherever on my app on my phone um, on my smart tv and Companies media companies and, and content companies are starting to respond to that through um, a variety of OTT solutions um, It's not just traditional media as well. You see affinity groups that have um, content um, in a specific space for example, we have a customer that focuses on fishing and they do live fishing shows and they have an OTT app that just broadcast live fishing shows because there's a community out there that wants to watch live fishing shows. And you, you see consumers now really gravitating, not towards what time and what channel, but on, and it's going to be towards a certain type of content or a program. And so that was a, that was a, a, a very big uh, trend that we see. Um, we definitely see it in our customers in terms of the uptick we're seeing um, in interest in OTT solutions. So that, that's a, um, a big trend. And I think the third I talked a little bit about earlier, earlier which is this notion is publishers as brands uh, and pr- publishers really taking their c- content direct to consumers through video and talking about and telling their stories. So moving away from the traditional you know thirty second ad TV or maybe a print magazine, but into more of a storytelling and video content because that's a little bit more engaging and a little bit a um, little bit stronger emotional connection. with um, with consumers. So those are a few of the trends that um, that we see at Brightco.
0: Yeah, and to your point there about storytelling, I think we're starting to see some B2B brands move away from using video marketing as like a one-and-done tactic to more of a serial video kind of approach.
1: Yeah, and I think that video, it can be daunting because you think you need a big video crew and it's a completely different content type and we're not sure how to slice and dice it and it's going to cost a lot of money the cost of entry to create video has come down significantly there are lots of um, on-demand services uh there are lots of services now that make it very user friendly just for an individual marketer to help create video content that the investment level required to create um, video the actual creation piece has come down what remains uh, of course is the need to tell a good story and that is true of any content medium that a marketer is going to um, work with and so the brands that have been able to figure out how to tell a good story they can tell now a great story with video because it you can really amp it up in terms of the connection um, with it with the viewer
0: definitely and you don't always need the most high-tech solutions around you to create good video sometimes like you know just a webcam or whatnot can be really effective when it comes to marketing
1: yeah absolutely absolutely and I think it comes down to the authenticity of content Um, you have to have a good story and it has to be authentic Um, you know one of the things that we focus a lot on in our platform and our video uh, platform is ensuring that the actual video experience itself is high quality so we ensure that if you are on the latest smartphone if you are on a smart tv if you are on your desktop whatever screen you're using we're able to match quality like for like across all of the screens so for us that's an important um value that we bring our our um, customers because as they're in investing in creating good stories we want to make sure that that gets out to the the viewer in the best possible experience
0: definitely Well, i think that's all the questions that we have time for thank you again for your time sarah and thank you to everyone listening Be sure to subscribe to Demand Gen Report to stay up to date on our latest podcasts, reports, research, news, and more.